<laughs> okay, this is take two of the uh, casual and totally unscripted um, intro for episode 302. My name is Michael Crosa. I'm uh, joined here with Uncle Asar, Michael Stanley, and Emily Ansonek. Hi, everybody. Hey, hey. Hello. How y'all doing? <laughs> cool. So I'm excited about uh, our episode today. I think we got a good one in store. Yes, we do. Um, we have the Jolympics because I am absolutely 100% obsessed with them. Uh, the real Olympics and Paralympics. I mean, you all will hopefully be obsessed with the Jolympics too, but I had to write something. Um, so yeah, which are yeah. all ba- roughly based off tweets that I actually tweeted about the Olympics. So. <laughs> well, that's fun. And I think it's, it's interesting just like with our, our schedule. I mean, like we pretty much talked about this and wrote about this shortly after the actual Olympics. And I'm sure it's probably going to be later once the actual episode goes live, but that's fun. And like the and like the best episodes of Jolly Bill, they're, they're based on like real life experiences, right? Yeah. So good. <laughs> Speaking of real life experiences, I think we got one from uh, from you coming up, Basar, right? What's that? Real life experience? The the, uh, the coffee cup sizes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is that in this episode? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I'm... The script. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. I see it. Shaky girl was, uh, yeah, you know, I, I can give people a hard time when I go in a place because it's, you know, I mean, they have so many choices and, and then I don't know. I'm just, I just ask a lot of questions. So I kind of put that together, put that in there. That's fun. That's cool. And I'm excited. We're going to, uh, hopefully have, um, Matt wait, come back to voice Anderson Millingsley, who, um, kind of ambiguously ended season two, like did the intern get fired or, did my fictional, not fictional character just roll over and hire him back? So um, we find out we find out where he ends up. Yeah, we do. We do. So I do want to know what happened about the sandwiches, though. <laughs> okay, speaking of real life, speaking of real life things, that was a real thing that a, a sandwich place turned my office down for an order because we were like four digits worth of sandwich <laughs> debt. Um, it, yeah, so that was real um but speaking of small businesses i've got this um jollyville what is it jollyville economic laudations and lamentations platform skit that i'm excited about it's it's jelp it's a take a rip on yelp you know like reviews and stuff so i think that'll be fun um when we do that too so yeah and then our community beat is uh, Linda Anderson from uh, Travis County, which is where Austin is, um, Victim Services Unit. Yeah, she's a she's a hot shot in that, right? Some official or something does a lot of training of local volunteers. It's a good service, you know, an excellent thing for the community. And I could not resist uh, noting the similarity between the name Victim Services Unit and that show that comes on. Uh, TV that's been on about 30 years and I mean that's not even an exaggeration right it's been on about 30 years yeah just about <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so there's a little surprise in there you know concerning that uh that other that show don't yeah. don't <laughs> well and, and we had a really long uh conversation with her too and you know one of the things that I've I've kind of been thinking about since that time is um that you know, Jollyville is a very bright and shiny and sunny kind of vibe to it. And as you can imagine, somebody who helps 
people who are victims of violent crimes all the time, a lot of the talking about that is not really shiny, sunny, sunny, happy, and might even have some some things that we probably ought to put a content warning on. So I think what I'm going to do is for this episode, put out an abridged, like it's going to include an abridged version of our conversation with Linda. And then the week following, I'll put out the full the full interview and kind of have a little bit of a content warning at the beginning and all that, you know, viewer discretion is advised. Gong, gong. <laughs> gong, gong. <laughs> that makes sense. Is this, so, is this a disclaimer right now? Is that it? That is, that was it. That was it. <laughs> Listeners. Um, you'll hear, it'll be short. I was a little confused. I was like, is this like internal notes or I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. It'll be a short interview. You'll hear it be like, oh man, they usually go into so much detail. I would have asked so many questions about the kinds of things that they see on the day-to-day job, which is crazy stuff, as you can imagine. <laughs> so yeah. we'll keep that. We'll, we'll uh, kind of isolate that conversation. But it's a good conversation. You know what I mean? It's it's worth absolutely having and hearing and, and all that kind of stuff. So and it's truly good work in the community. Indeed. So. Cool. Well, all right. I'm excited about this episode. Uh, thanks everyone for chit-chatting with me here at the beginning. Why don't we get started? Happy listening. Stimulating. Stimulating. Aromatic. Aromatic. Addictive. Addictive. Introducing the all new line of luxury coffee from the designer Robert Cheerful. Hi, this is Bob from Bob's Short Story Hour, a podcast that features an eclectic array of short story recitations from both classic and contemporary authors, as well as occasional interviews and discussions about both. You're listening to Jollyville Radio, right here on KJVR. Mark your calendars now for the Jollyville State Fair on October 13th through 17th at the Tri-Cities Ag Center. This year's exciting new lineups will include a home ec exhibit called Jollyville Fashion Through the Years. Brought to you by the designer, Robert Bring your bathing suit to try out the latest technology in hot tubs. Soak in it today. Take it home tonight with plenty of inventory on site. Sponsored by the Hot Tub Emporium in collaboration with Trous Homes. There will be heritage music and dance. Pie judging contest with cash awards. Sausage making demos, just like Grandma used to stuff. And a special event. An auction for a dinner date with mayoral candidate Paul Fredrickson. On Wednesdays, veterans get in free. Thursdays are bumper cars for seniors only from 3 to 5 p.m. October 13th through the 17th at the Jollyville Staverton Malakoff Tri-Cities Exeter. We'll see you there. Hear ye, hear ye. Y'all listen here. The following is a roll decree from the king and queen of Malakoff. All who hear this are commanded, that is, invited, to join the lords and ladies of the land for the Malakoff Renaissance Fair on October 13th through the 17th at the Tri-City Ag Center. A full weekend of reverie and regal events for the entire family. Y'all listen here, there's going to be food, plenty to fill your bellies, turkey legs, meat pies, 
Oh, it's going to be barbecue. It's going to be sausages piled high for a king's court. Squeezed lemonade, pressed apple cider, old style brews, and homemade meat. Chili. Oh, they're going to be sports too. Such as the king's tournament with the royal court presiding. No football. Witness the true sport of jousting with lances. Think they joust with some feller named Lance? Oh, they're going to be shields and horsemanship done in authentic quests of victory. It's like the rodeo. It's going to be craftsmanship. Ooh, guys, Bob Field is coming. Oh, there's going to be blacksmithing and glass blowing and candle making and wool spinning. Dress up in Renaissance garb. And you may win the favor of the king and queen in prestigious awards and trophies. Y'all, Halloween come early. Come join the entire royal court on October 13th through the 17th at the Jollyville Staverton Malakoff Tri-Cities Ag Center just off Jollicoff Highway. Co-sponsored by Malakoff Rope and Hauser Company and Grumpy Sue's Home Repair. She's grumpy, but she does do good work. KJBR. I'm Carrie Gardner. And I'm Rory Barker. Welcome to the 22nd Olympic Games. We're joined by other members of our KJVR Jollyville family, Julia Stonewash and Paul Fredrickson. And we're here to bring you all things Jolympics. We begin the Jolympics how all the games start with the opening ceremony. Jollyville is the host of these games, and the word in the Jolympic Village is these opening ceremonies are rumored to be the best ones yet. We're here at the Tri-Cities Ag Center and it appears to be starting with one person with a bright red dance ribbon. They're dancing. Actually, I think they're swatting away a bee with the ribbon. Yes, it's, it's definitely a bee. I believe this symbolizes the true energy of Jollyville. What an excellent display of artistic talent by Jollyville's very own Sherwood Barrington. After that excellent show of creative genius, now we have the Parade of Nations. Um, scratch that, the Parade of Municipalities. Team Malakoff has arrived sporting what I can only describe as a mix of the outfits they wore in Willy Wonka for Wonka Vision and if Cake was an action figure. <laughs> Unusual but I'm here for it. Here comes Team Staverton looking like the Stavertonians know it's the summer games, right? Love them, but they're definitely dressed for winter. And here comes Team Jollyville. Oh, the flag bearer is our own Taylor Draper. I must say, though, Team Jollyville is looking like they're about to compete and then walk into a job interview with these blazers and slacks. Ah, what a wonderfully welcoming opening ceremony. The best I've seen in, well, four years. <laughs> now, on to our first event, javelin throwing. Over to you, Carrie and Rory. Javelin throwing? Here? There's no room for that. Wait, I misread that. It's actually jewel throwing. Jewel throwing? Yes, each athlete must take a jewel-shaped object, thankfully these aren't precious, but rather made of rubber, and throw them as far as they're able. The longest distance wins, but it must only bounce once. 
Bouncing twice or more is instant disqualification. We've seen many a victor be utterly defeated by the dreaded second bounce. Ha! Okay, I was real worried about Jalen's for a second, but, but now I'm worried about fake bouncing diamonds. Up to the throwing line is the top thrower in Malakoff, Gunther Frank. He is presumed to earn at least a silver these games. He had a medal-winning throw in regionals this past fall. Sure thing, Carrie. Gunter starts with the throw. It's bounced once, and it's done. Now the line judge will go out and measure it. Whoa! It appears to be a new record for Gunter at 57 centimeters. Gunter is looking mighty pleased with himself. Next up is Skylar Frazier from Jollyville. Skylar just barely missed the medal stand at last year's regionals due to the dreaded second bounce. If you were to sub out the bounce, it would have been a new regional record. Skylar is up to the line. They've thrown the jewel. There's bounce one with plenty of distance. Dare I say almost too much distance and momentum? And there, I believe, to be a second bounce. Let's wait on the line judge to provide a ruling. Oh, and it's a second bounce for Skyler Frazier. What a crushing disappointment. Oh, that training, and for what? Nothing. It appears Skyler is out of contention yet again. This cannot be easy for them. No, it cannot. While we wait for the rest of the competition, let's go to synchronized diving coverage with Julia Stonewash and Paul Fredrickson of the KJVR Broadcasting Team. Yes, Carrie, this is Julia Stonewash coming to you from the Chipperton Community Center pool where synchronized diving is about to take place. I'm here with my co-host, Paul Fredrickson. Hello, everyone. We're in the final round of the 50 meters synchronized diving. Now up is Team Staverton. They are currently in fourth place, looking to make it to the medal stand. I'm not sure if they can do it. These flips are impressive, but their splashers are just too large. Here they go, to the edge of the platform. I gotta say, diving is impressive, but my thoughts the entire time watching it are, nope, 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 absolutely not. This is terrifying. Nope. Julia, are you leaving? Yes, I just told you. I can't watch this. Nope. Well, uh, uh, okay, um... I just missed that dive from Staverton's Jorkel Thadon. Nickname, Chef John, because he's always serving up sweet dive. But, based on the crowd, it seems even better than expected. The scores are in. Chef John has taken gold. Back to you, Carrie and Rory. I have to go find Julia. Thanks, Paul. Well, it appears Malakoff took gold in the jewel throwing again this year. With yet another less than stellar performance in jewel throwing. I say we cut our losses and close this out. Call it a day and go home. Sound good? Works for me. Since we can't quit while we're ahead, we're just going to do it now. You can catch the rest of the 22nd Jawlympic Games at the Tri-Cities Ag Center from now until Saturday afternoon, which concludes with the ever-delightful closing ceremony brought to you by our media sponsor, Pat Penderson's Party Supplies. Thanks for listening. This has been a special live Olympic broadcast of Turkeys and Icing on KJBR Jollyville Radio.
say it and then you're gonna say it for you in German. Okay. Okay. So this is Linda Anderson with Travis County Sheriff's Office Victim Services. You're listening to Jollyville Radio on KGVR. And hi, this is oh, it's muss in Deutsch. Hello, here's the market. Ich weiß nicht, wer der seid, aber ich sage euch allen Hallo, habt einen schönen Abend um, und seid jolly und freundlich und lieb und macht's gut, bis bald. Tschüss. Didn't say the jolly I said jolly. I you just, said jolly. <laughs> yeah, so you guys forgive me, but I have an accent. So. Oh, it's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> I'm in Texas, but I'm still hardcore Bavarian. Yeah, hardcore. I'm so much south, you don't know how much south I am. Sticky Girl Coffee. Yeah, this place is nice. Oh, man. Is this Brian Green and Bob Dawn over there? If they see me, they'll talk me to death. I just want to get my beverage and keep it going. Let's see. I think I'm going to get a... A hot chocolate. Yeah, that sounds good. Hey, hey, I'm next in line. All right. Welcome to Shaky Girl Coffee. I scream, you scream, we all scream for coffee. How may we serve you? Anderson Millingsley? Is that you, man? Aren't you the Jollyville Radio intern? What you doing here, dude? Yes, it's me. And yes, I used to be the Jollyville Radio intern. And what I'm doing here is working a real job that actually pays. And please, it's just Anderson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look here, man. Two names, one name. Let me get a hot chocolate. What size would you like, sir? Sir? I'm Uncle Lassar, dude. You know me, Uncle Lassar of Jollyville Community B with Uncle Lassar fame. Uh, Nothing? Uh, really? Yo, man. What size drinks y'all got? The sizes we're currently offering, sir are the ERCOT, the Secession, and the Alamo. The ERCOT, E-R-C-O-T, Electric Reliability Council of Tech. Aren't those the guys that, well, we already know this size won't have any power. Say, man, can you show me the cup so I can see what you're talking about? This is the Secession, and this is the ERCOT. Okay, well, what does the Alamo look like? It's an 18th century Spanish mission and fortress compound. The first permanent building was likely a two-story, L-shaped stone structure. No, man. Not the real Alamo where Santa Ana... I'm talking about the cup size, dude. Uh, it's this one. Man, that's too big. I don't want to drink all of that. How much is the, uh, the no-power one? I mean, the little one. The ERCOT. $3.45, sir. Well, how much is the secession? $3.95, sir. You mean that that tiny little ERCOT cup is $3.45 and you want to charge me 50 cents more for the next size, the Secession? Well, sir, the Alamo is only 20 cents more than the Secession. Yeah, man, but I can't drink all of that. You know what? Just give me some water. What size water would you like, sir? What size water y'all got? The Jollyville Chamber of Commerce is proud to announce the new Jollyville Economic Laudation and Lamentation Platform, or JELP for short. It's a platform for residents of the Jollyville area to leave reviews for local businesses. Let's hear some reviews from around town. How about this one for Shaky Girl Coffee? Shaky Girl Coffee. 
great customer service and a clean environment. Five stars from Chippy G. See how it works? I'll let you browse for a while on your own. Gold Rush Burgers. Western-themed burger joint that used to be on Duval Road. Great location downtown, and I love getting protein for burgers. It was fine, except the guy was always trying real hard to sell me on substituting cheese for gold leaf. Weird flex, but okay. Three stars from Sherwood B. Gollyville Reflexology is a ripoff. I went there for a foot rub, but the lady just rubbed her feet all over me instead. Now I have ringworm. Zero stars from Stan. I did not enjoy it at all. The Dr. Volution Clinical Hypnosis Studio on Jolly Cough Highway next to the Hot Tub Emporium is great. I was so excited that Dr. Volution cured my fear of chickens, I immediately went next door and bought a hot tub using my own free will. Dr. Volution is the best. Five stars from Chippy G. My name's Sean Palmer, and this review is for KJVR Jollyville Radio. It's kind of funny, I guess. Uh, they keep prank calling me or something, and I can never quite figure out which parts are fiction, which parts are real. I'm not really sure if it's supposed to be a podcast or radio show or what's going on. I mean, the acting is its fine, it's passable, but the writing and editing, it's only... Five stars from Sean Palmer. Hungry Bob's BBQ used to be one of my favorite restaurants until today. I ordered the BBQ chicken breast, but it was cold and pink on the inside and had a sproingy mouthfeel. When I complained, the owner had the gall to ask why I ate the whole thing if it was undercooked. And then people laughed at me. At least my new pet, Tapeworm, likes me. Zero stars from Stan. I thought I could trust my neighbors, and I thought I could trust my cat. But then I found out that my cat was living a double life at my neighbor's house. I wouldn't have known anything was wrong until I found my cat's other collar in the washing machine. The legal team of Foster, Bark, and Muse helped me avoid a hostile pet takeover. Thanks, Foster, Bark, and Muse. Five stars from Howard McNeil. This review is for Lakeshore Pharmacy Rx. When I picked up my antifungal dewormer, the cashier told me that I saved $2.17. And I want to know, save compared to what? What you wanted to charge me? That's not fair. I'm taking my business elsewhere. Zero stars from Stan. As you can see, Jelp is a new tool that provides a vibrant opportunity to connect small businesses to the customers of Jollyville. Download the Jelp app today to get started. Hey, um, uh, nothing much. I just wanted to say that uh, I really like y'all's ice cream and it's really, really good. And uh, during the whole pandemic, everything, you guys did a really good job at making me feel safe with like, you know, doing like a lot of window ordering. So I just want to say props to you guys. Thank you so much. That means a lot. Oh, well, I'm so glad. Yeah, well, um, I'll have to go by there a couple days from now. But thanks so much and keep up the good work. Awesome. Glad you've enjoyed it. Oh, all have right. Nice. You too. Bye. Ready, Michael? Yep. Broadcasting in three, two, 
one. Live from the Jollyville Radio Purple Street Studio, this is Jollyville Community Beat with Uncle Asar, turning the spotlight on good people doing great work in the real world. In the Texas criminal justice system, individuals affected by crime and crisis are represented by Linda Anderson, social service program coordinator with the Travis County Sheriff's Office Victim Services Unit in Austin, Texas providing services and supports to reduce the impact of trauma and enhance the rebuilding of lives. This is her story. Do-dum. Linda Anderson, welcome to Community B. Hi, thank you for having me on. I had to do that because uh, Victim Services Unit is so much like that show that comes on, SUV instead of SDSU. Yeah, so we're VSU, not SVU. VSU, right. Under the umbrella of uh, special victims as well. So, and, I, and, I, and we have, I think we might have a new TV show called Travis County VSU, maybe? Oh, maybe, maybe that's in the works. Maybe, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> the Travis County VSU performs some very important work. Tell us about uh, what you guys do assisting victims of crime and trauma. Gladly, gladly. So what we do is we're actually civilians and we are uh, within the law enforcement of, of Travis County Sheriff's Office. And what we do is we assist people. So it's actually we assist all kinds of individuals, not just uh, victims. We also assist uh, witnesses and um, um, non-criminal type of offenses. We'll assist those individuals as well. So what we do is we uh, go out when uh, a call comes in a deputy or a, um, a detective or whoever is out on scene, they say, you know, we need to get some somebody else out here to, to help with um, these individuals that are impacted by what happened. Um, so the things that we'll, we'll do is we'll do help with the crisis in that, that moment. We'll also let them know what their rights are as a victim. And then we help them get connected with resources in the community. And then sometimes we also have situations where it doesn't rise to the level of, of a criminal offense, but say, uh, for instance, there's a really loud argument uh, next door. Somebody is a neighbor calls it in because they're worried about that person. When the, the deputy goes out there, they don't really say that there was anything that happened. But, you know, if it's getting to the point where somebody's calling law enforcement because they're worried about that person, you know, that's an opportunity for us to get in there and make contact with 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 the people involved in that report just to kind of talk about healthy relationships and, you know, how's it going. And at that time, sometimes they will disclose like, yeah, something happened before. Um, or at least if, you know, we can plant the seeds of like, hey, you know, if if anything does happen, please know to call us. And these are some some community agencies that help uh, with those kinds of um, like relationship issues and things like that. So we're trying to be as proactive, not just responsive. Right. So we try to be as, as proactive as possible as well. And those are those opportunities where we can get in there and hopefully help something from escalating to something that becomes criminal. You have a, a very small full-time staff at VSU, um, but a large pool of trained volunteers. What type of trainings or training uh, do your volunteers undergo? Well, I'm very glad that you asked that because we actually have a huge training coming up. So uh, my role specifically is that, so my, 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 my title is social services program coordinator, but what I really do is, um, because that can be anything in the county, um, my, my real job, uh, or I shouldn't say it that way, but what my real role is, is that I am over the interns and the volunteers. 
So we um, have a staff of eight. So that would include our director and myself and then six specialists. And so we rely very heavily on our volunteers and we have a good, I'd say about uh, probably about 40 volunteers and that is tiered off differently. So we have uh, volunteers that are considered active and then in training. And so if they're active, that means that they've gone through the training, they've shadowed for a significant amount of calls and uh, they feel comfortable, we feel comfortable and we can send them out in, in instead of uh, a staff member. So just to kind of also break that down a little bit more for you, our, our specialists are responsible for their caseload, but they're also on rotation uh, for a solid week where they're on call. And when we're on call, that's 24 seven for seven days. And we get, we get paged a lot. So it, we say page, cause we just like, we just phased out our pagers. We literally were rocking those old school pagers for the longest time, but now we have them on our little fancy phones and we get, we get it that way. But um, just to kind of give you an average, um, um, a couple of weekends ago, I mean, we've been getting a lot. Uh, we're the, probably the most paged out units or the civilian unit for sure. And um, the, I think this past weekend, we, from Friday to Monday, I think we got about 15 pages. Um, so the, and the way that that is, so it's a call for service, we call it pages. And that means that we're either being um, uh, activated to make contact with a person right then, either by a phone or to actually respond out on scene. So um, we are rather busy. So, so in addition to, to the on-call responsibilities, that specialist also has the, their, their caseload responsibilities. That's their daily. So when you're not getting a lot of sleep because you're dealing with, you know, seven or eight pages that are coming in, that's when our volunteers really step in and they really alleviate that load for us because, um, if somebody's in the active status and they sign up for a shift and our shifts are in four hour blocks and we see, oh, you know, this person's inactive and they're on shift right now. That means that if we get a page, then they respond to it, which really frees up our time to actually sleep, um, to shower, to eat, to catch up on our reports, you know, because we still have our daily responsibilities in addition to this on call. And we do, we get paged a lot, which is really a good thing because that, that means that, you know, our law enforcement is really on point about victim needs and whatever the, the, the people that they're responding to that they see, you know, we need to get some more people out here or other people to help in this situation. So it, it is a good thing, but we are super busy. <laughs> so it is pretty massive. Uh, we are always looking for good people. So that's my shameless plug. If anybody's interested, please go to the website and uh, look it up, put in an application, uh, contact me. Um, we need good people. And we, we need good people that, that want to help um, people in the community because it's a lot. It's a lot to go through things like that. And so uh, really what we're looking for is just a, a, a caring individual um, a non-judgmental uh, a person that's able to assist um, people in need. That's what we're looking for. Yeah, you're looking for caring individuals, you know, that type of thing. Or is there a particular background you're looking for, you know, with, with the volunteers? Should they come with a, a, a skill set or some type of experience in something? 
Actually, no, um, we don't as volunteers really what we're looking for, you know, because empathy is something that, you know, I can't necessarily teach you. It's like you, you come with that. And now what I can teach you is what are the different elements? What's the scene going to look like? What is, what is the detective going to do? And, and what is the criminal, the criminal justice proceedings? Like I can teach you all those things, but I can't teach you necessarily um, how to be caring and, and, and empathic to somebody, right? So we want people that genuinely care about individuals and want to to help them. The the, the rest, I got you. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll teach you all those things. Um, so um, we actually have a, a very uh, uh, vast uh, amount of backgrounds in, in, our, in our volunteers. Like some people do have some like social services type backgrounds. Other people just you know, they're coming out of the IT world and they just wanted to help people. Um, some people are retirees and they wanted to, you know, contribute and do some more. Um, some some are students, you know, that that are, you know, they just really like doing this. Um, so it is, it is a very rewarding type um, occupation and volunteer um opportunity because because of what you get to do and you can, like getting to help somebody in the moment and be there with them sometimes that can just be such a feeling um, and rewarding uh, feeling for for people so yeah the the backgrounds totally vary and 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 that's okay because from that we've we've had a lot of uh we've learned a lot as well you know having diverse backgrounds you you learn just as much as what you're teaching somebody so i always welcome um, a lot of diversity because I think that's always fantastic. Now you, you spoke about um, your role, you know, you characterized your role as uh, uh, between individuals and the police and, and advocating on behalf of, of, of those um, uh, being victims of crime and witnessing crime. What has been the feedback from the community in that regard? So, um, that's an interesting question, and I'm not sure exactly how to answer it, but a lot of people don't even know we exist, uh, which is why I was really excited to be part of this, because um, unfortunately, sometimes people, when they find out about us, is because we're helping them, right? And so it's already kind of like in that moment, in that um, element of having to, you know, a scary time where they had to call law enforcement or law enforcement was involved somehow. So we're actually kind of uh, kind of hidden, and it it I, I like for that that message to kind of get out there that you know that we do have you know people working within law enforcement that aren't law enforcement but are going out there to help them and and everybody that's involved, right? To 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 make that just a little bit better, you know, if we can do that, and also to get people connected because. It's like, it's, you know, no, now we have this, this cop that shows up, but now what, what do I do afterwards? All right. And so we can kind of pick up that and we can free up that um, for say, potentially it goes to a detective, like a detective is working on the investigative part. And then we can help um, and focus getting that person connected with like safe alliance with uh, domestic violence um, shelters or services, or, you know, talking about protective orders and how to get that and counseling resources and getting people connected with that. So that can be our focus so that a detective can keep their focus of what they need to do in order to hold somebody accountable. So 
Linda, if someone is impacted by crime and needs uh, emotional support or looking for information about the rights or or wants to volunteer with it, uh, VSU or or how can they find the Travis County Sheriff's Office Victim Services Unit on, on the internet or by phone? So it's tcsheriff.org. And that is our, our main website. And from there, there's there are tabs and we have our own tab for victim services. And in that, that um, so if anybody just needs assistance or just needs a, a bit of information, they can look there. Um, there people always um, um, are free to and welcome to, to call us on our, our main line number as well. And we'll assist, you know, sometimes we'll get calls from uh, different jurisdictions, right? So we don't handle uh, Austin Police Department cases, but if somebody calls us, you know, we can still like help them and then get still refer them, you know, help them with the question and be like, okay, you know, we're with Travis County, we don't actually handle that case, but here's the information and then follow up with their victim services. Um, but, but anybody can call us like for any questions that they have, you know, sometimes we get calls about um, somebody not ready to make a report, but they need help. Right. And so we can definitely you know, assist that person in, in talking about um, what, what's available to them, what kind of resources that we have here um, in Travis County. We are pretty lucky in, in how pro progressive this this county is. So a lot of agencies work together to try to 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 help everybody in the community. So, you know, you have. Um, all the, the jurisdictions kind of like come in together uh, at community meetings with like community agencies, uh, nonprofits, all kind of like all everybody working towards the same goal, which is nice to see that kind of collaboration because that keeps it from being disjointed and disconnected um, because we're all going for the same goal. Right. Um, but yeah, so anybody can call us and, and ask questions or if they need um, just, you know, just to be just if they just had any kind of question like um, they can give us a call and we can help out wherever we can um, and if somebody's interested in volunteering it's the same thing you go to tcsheriff.org and then there go to the victim services tab and then they'll route you to the the volunteer page where um, you can put in an application so or or back in the day in the 90s we could page you yeah, you can pages, right? <laughs> I still have my, I still secretly have my pager in my, my desk. <laughs> um, but it has been deactivated. But it, you know, I rocked that thing for so long. I've been with Travis County for since uh, 2012. Um, you know, I totally, everybody, I mean, even back then, it wasn't cool to, to walk around with a pager, you know? But I, I sure did. I sure did. That's right. I had something. <laughs> well, they brought the, uh, the fanny packs back. I guess you can bring back the pager, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Linda so we're Anderson. moving with the times. We're moving with the times. There you go. <laughs> Linda Anderson, thank you for joining us on Community Beat, and we wish you the best of the best. Thank you so much. This has been Jollyville Community Beat with Uncle Lassar and Dig This. No one can do everything, but everyone can do something. Peace. Don't don't. That's awesome. It was great. All right. I love it too. Yeah. I was in, 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 in actually in one of the episodes. I was like, yeah, to Don. <laughs> <laughs>
The creative team behind these episodes of Jollyville Radio include Uncle Asar Kabulon, Emily Anson, Michael Crosa, Michelle Darcy, Jamie Davis, Richard Davies, Brian Green, Alan Kay, Pilar Kett, Robert Leary, J.B. Skurlock, Michael Stanley, Thomas Schlitt, Matt Waite, and K.Y.'s Denty. Special appearances by Bob Dawn of the Bob Short Story Hour and Hidden Oaks Podcast and John Cook of the Fado Podcast. Direction and music by Michael Crosa with editing help from Richard Davies, Jamie Davis, and Dr. Monse Santian. Social media help from Emily Antonick. The recording was made in accordance with social distancing. Jollyville Radio is a member of the Pizza Rice Podcasting Collaborative. We are based in Chattanooga, Tennessee. The writer's room for episodes 301 and 302 are Uncle Asar Al-Kebalon, Emily Ansonek, Michael Crosa, Brian Green, Pilar Cap, and KY's Denti. We'll see you next time on Jollyville Radio. If you would like to support the financial success of Jollyville Radio, you can find us on Patreon.com. We have all kinds of goodies to say thank you to our sponsors, including letters from characters such as this one from Kitty Westlake. Oh, my liege, this is Miss Kitty here, and I say, could you possibly be more excited? You may know me as Kitty Westlake, the lovable, creative, charming, intelligent, devilishly attractive an utterly gracious and delightful southern lady with all the charm of a frosty and refreshing mint julep on a sweltering hot afternoon. Though some listeners, those ignorant, knuckle-dragging troglodytes amongst us, and I must say on very rare occasions, well, some think that I can be so passively aggressive and sporadically, even surly, while those mere metal tadpoles would liken my charms to that of a venomous rattlesnake such as the cottonmouth or those despicable water moccasins. Oh, my heaven, can you believe such Creatures exist. <gasps> Mama, bless their little hearts. Well, the reason I'm here is to thank you, as always, my dear Pat, for supporting Jollyville Radio on Patreon. I say, we simply couldn't do it without you. With gratitude. Your Kitty Westlake. To become a monthly patron of our show, just go to patreon.com slash Jollyville Radio. Proud member of the Podnuga Network.